Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. Spring is in full bloom. Are your finances? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, you can build credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments, all with no annual fees or interest. With Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at chime.com slash build. That's chime.com slash build. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. Good morning, everybody. Well, it's Sunday and it's that time of the week again. So, uh, Q&A. Once again, these are just my findings of what I uh, find on the exchange. I accept there are a lot more people out there that know better than me. And if you do, please inform me. And if anything I say is completely wrong, please let us know and I will share it with the class. But this is just my take on things. I'm prepared to be educated. Uh, firstly, this, this week I think we're mainly going to end up focusing on payments. And uh, basically the 30 day, 60 days thing, um, I think it was hit a chord with quite a few of you. Uh, maybe difficulties getting paid and all that kind of stuff and waiting to get paid. And like I say, some companies are brilliant. They pay really quickly, even though they say some say they don't, but they do. Some say they should and they don't. So this is basically what you guys have said about the video. This is kind of the feedback, really. So um, Ian, who's Ian the shipper, who's my go-to guy. Hello, mate. Thanks again. Um, he said... If you do regular work for a firm, because I said if you do a lot of work for one guy, you know, it's that put your eggs in one basket, be careful. He said, if you do regular work for a firm, don't be afraid to approach the firm and ask them. You know, if you're doing a lot, if you're doing a regular shuttle run, maybe once a morning or something like that, ring them up and say, look, you know, I'm, I'm doing a lot of work here, I've got to put these in my van. Can you pay me regularly? And if they like you and they use you, I dare say they will. Um, and he also says most, most large forwarders, I'm not sure what a forwarder is, I guess it's kind of like a shipper, factor. So if they're factoring, they're getting paid weekly. So for the jobs that they'll be... So it's not unreasonable for you to turn around and say... I mean, they, they say weekly, but by the time you've sorted the invoices out, you put them in your process, it's not quite weekly. Um, it's not unreasonable for you to then turn around and say, well, you're getting paid. Can I have some money, please? So, But that's according to Ian. It's not, not, a, not a rude thing to do. Um, and again, Chris Kerwin says the easiest way to get around the payment thing is factoring. I've mentioned this briefly before. The way factoring works is basically it's, it's a short-term loan. So what will happen is you get a factoring, you set up a factoring company. I have a factoring company. And what they, you then do is you provide them with evidence of the PODs and the invoices and so that they know the money is coming in. And then they pay out on those invoices. So my company pays out every seven days. Um, and then they will have to chase the invoices in return themselves. 30 days, 60 days, they will take care of all the chasing of the invoices for you. If someone doesn't pay, they will send the letters to them to say, you better pay, are we going to take your solicitors? takes a lot of headache away, because at the end of the day, all we really want to do is do a decent job. Go and get in your van, drive there, pick the gear up, deliver it, do a decent job, get the gear from A to B. The headache on the other side of things is, is something you don't really want to deal with, but uh, there is obviously a cost. The factoring companies charge between, I don't know, 
Um, I think my charge is 3.8%. Some charge more, some charge less. There'll probably be a fee to set them up because there's an admin fee because there's you know computer stuff they have to do on their side. And also, not everybody can get a factoring company. I've never plugged mine because of the, I don't know if it's something to do with their policy, but I've said to them that I can do a video to try and get some guys up and running and I get you some more customers. Once again, I don't want anything out of it. Uh, but they said no. They said no, we're quite happy as we are. Um, and I, I, I think they might be saying their rules and regulations, so I'm not plugging them. Um, but I have said who they were before, so if you want to scroll back, you can have a look. But they, they've asked me, do you want me to plug them? They said no. So, but yeah, that's kind of the way it is. Um, I mean, the other thing is also it depends how much money you're running through. Certain factoring companies, if you're not running through a high enough turnover, then they'll want to charge you a monthly charge. And what you can find if you're not careful is all the money you're making, by the time you shelled out for the van, you shared out your wear and tear, you shared out your diesel, you shared out your factoring, there ain't that much left over for yourself. But this is something you guys can look into. The factoring is there. I presume that you can Google it. There'll be more on it, like, you know. So, um, but yeah, that, according to Chris, I find it the easiest way, and Chris is the same. I just you, you can just you can concentrate you can focus on your side of things which is the transport side of things and leave the chasing of the money to someone else like I say there's a cost involved but you get paid weekly you know where you stand um, yeah so that's basically sides of things uh, one point Franz Van Schwalk made he said if I factor why am I chasing invoices well the truth of the matter is I'm not chasing invoices I have to chase the odd one as you'll see, some jobs come up on the exchange and they say underneath them or in their terms and conditions, we do not deal with factoring companies. So in which case, if they refuse to talk to the factoring companies, then the lady from the company will ring me up and she'll say, look, we've got this guy from accounts. I've tried to speak to him, but he won't speak to us. Can you talk to him, please? In which case, you just do what everybody else does, which is what you do when you're chasing the bill. Ring them up, politely. Say, can I speak to the accounts department, please? Say hello. And they go, well, I'm chasing this invoice. And then normally, normally what happens is they look at it and they go, hang on, let me have a look at that. Yeah, actually, no, you're right. That should have gone. That should have been paid. I'll put it on the system for Friday. And then it turns up. And then they ping it into my bank. And as soon as it goes into my bank, I ping it across theirs. So that's kind of, that's why I'm not chasing many. There's, I mean, there was one person the other day who rang up and she said, could you please call your factoring company off because they're ringing me. And then I rang the factoring company to say, Okay, look, I'm going to deal with this. And she said, yeah, but the only reason we're ringing is because it says on their invoice 30 days from payment. She's now 60 days. <laughs> you know, so that an argument can be made. If you don't want the factoring company to ring you, pay the invoice. Having said that, I've also heard stories, and it has happened to me once, I think, where... Um, Certain factoring companies can be unreliable, and this is something you've got to be careful of because if you've got an unreliable one, if, for example, the shipper pays the invoice and then it starts getting phone calls from the factoring company saying, well, you haven't paid me for the invoice, that's just going to upset them. And that's totally understandable because if I paid a bill and then if I had people ringing me you know, a week or two later going, you haven't paid this bill, you haven't paid this bill, and I have paid the bill, I'm going to get the needle and I'm going to think I ain't going to use them again. I can't be doing with the aggravation. So, again, choose wisely. If you go with factoring, alternatively, if you choose to chase the invoices yourself, then you're totally in control of the situation. You know what stands where. You can talk to people individually, and hopefully, you won't have to chase too many. Once you've got over that 30, 60 day hump, if you're up and running, then you kind of the money that you see you're doing the work for now will come in 30, 60 days. But the money you did the work for 36 days will come in now. So it's just getting over that original hump. If you can do it, it's probably a better way to do it. Um, ultimately, like most things in this game, there's no right or wrong answer. The choice is yours. So that's that's basically my take on the factoring thing. Um, you choose how you go.
This is the advantage of being a self-employed man in control of your own destiny on the Courier Exchange. You don't have to answer to anybody. No one tells you what to do. You choose what's best for you. One final point from Dooza. He said, if they pay, if they, you know, if they say it's 60 days from payment or 60 days from the end of the month, you know, just um, say well, there's an extra 10% on the job. You can do that. The only problem is most people just look at the job and they'll, they'll gauge it according to the miles and they'll price it. So if you do that, there's a good chance you then won't get the job because someone else will come in cheaper. Like I say, and this will come up later, this is not an exact science. This is just something that you kind of get on and you think it works for you or it doesn't work for you and you kind of, I'll do the best, I'll do the best I can to give you tips in the right direction from, from my own limited experience. But ultimately, it's kind of down to you. So there you go. Uh, what else we got here? Um, official sale mix. I hate these questions. Can you make a living? Can you make ten k ten k a year driving three days a week? Theoretically, yes, but it's just so many imponderables. It's always yeah, you can do it, but right, here's the problem: what time in the morning do you want to start? What how long a day do you want to work? Are you prepared to work weekends? There's not a lot of work at weekends, but there's work at weekends. Are you prepared to tramp? Are you in a big van or in a small van? Are you uh, in a very good area? Are you like in a, in a London area or a southeast area? Or are you stuck out in the sticks? Do you want to go to France? Do you want to go to Dublin? You can do it. I can do it. I'm doing it. If I took it down to three days a week, I'd still be doing it. But what I, I, I think, what, and I've said this several times before, yes, you can do it, but you've got to put the time in. You've got to quote and quote and quote. You've got to get you've got to get a grip on it. Don't think that you're just going to get a van and maybe do a couple of jobs in the morning and it's going to suddenly... It's not a magic wand. You can do it. The work's there and you can build a business, but it takes time and effort and learning. So yes, theoretically, you can do it. And if you think you're that guy, then go for it. The one thing I always say, you never know until you try. One of the guys quit this week. Um, he's gone back to his old job, web, des- web designing. You know, I was going to give him a plug, but he's kind of fine, like, you know. It doesn't work out for everybody. But then I've also met several people on my travels that have gone, yeah, I've jumped on the exchange, and yeah, I'm doing all right. Thanks very much. So basically the size of things is suck it and see. Is it for you? That's one way to find out. Um, it was for me, but I didn't know until I tried it. Um... Ah, yes. Um, you personally, what I say and what others say conflict. Well, that goes back to my previous point. I know. Somebody will be saying, well, you should be quoting on a long wheelbase, you should be quoting a pound a mile. And someone will go, no, that's too cheap. You can get 150 a mile, you can get 110 a mile. Someone's going, 110 a mile? It's not 110 a mile, it's 50p a mile. There's only one way for you to suss this one out, and that's to get involved. In my personal experience, I've found if you want to buy a long wheelbase job where I am, they sell for between 90 pence and a pound. That's what I've found. It might be different for you, but it's, I haven't got a chart here. It's not like I can measure it. You've got to get involved to try it for yourself. And like I say, what I would say is don't commit too heavily. Have a go, and if it doesn't work out for you, you haven't lost a lot. So that's basically my take on that one. Oh, yes, and yes, I do look like the guy out of the US TV show, Happy. I've not seen it, but my mate Gary pointed that out a long time ago. I'm going to have to go back and have a look. Maybe I can make some money his body done. Who do I pay for this? Uh, right, what we got? Um, Rage Coburn. Uh, sorry, useless accents, names as usual. Do you have to provide your own hand lifting equipment? No. No, I mean, I recommend that um, I have a Luton van, so I have with me, uh, along with straps, you, I, I recommend you have uh, three-ton straps, two-ton straps, five-ton straps, removal blankets. 
Um, and you also, I recommend you have a sack barrel. If you've got a Luton van with a tail lift, or even a Luton van, a pallet truck is very, very handy. If you haven't got a tail lift, it's kind of pointless. Um, you, you want your full PPE. You want your, your high visibility vest. You want steel toe tech to boots. You want um, you want a hard hat. You may even goggles could be handy. Gloves are handy. There are certain things you'll pick up all along the way. As providing hand lifting equipment, I'm not even sure what hand lifting equipment is. Uh, but no, the one thing I would recommend, I suppose, um, if you even if you've got a small van, you get these fold-away plastic sack barrels. I think they sell them in B and Q or home base. They just click, 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 and you can hang them on the side of your van. I've seen in a market trading game. I've seen people with them. They're quite sturdy. They don't take up a lot of space. They don't weigh a lot. Things like that could be handy, just in case you get a job where you've got to handball a hundred boxes out of a back room. If you've got a, you've got a little sack barrel, you whiz them backwards and forwards, cut the time by two thirds. So there we go. Lockick. Best, doing my best there, mate. Uh, <laughs> this is a cool one. What's my opinion? It's Pete, the political guy. Now I'm not fucking Jonathan Pie. Um, what's my opinion about Brexit? And uh, do I think it will? How do I think it will affect trade? And do I think there will be an increase in trade by Christmas? As far as Brexit is concerned, I ain't got a clue. I don't think anybody has. I'm with Giles Brandreth on this one. They kind of go, some people say it's going to be a good... I have my own personal opinions and what I think. And, and just for the record, I, I, I vote Remain. I'm one of those sad, sad guys. I'm probably going to set a load of people here. But I'm one of those sad guys that believe we're better together than we are apart. And I kind of thought economically it's better to be in the club than outside the club. But the truth of the matter is, I don't know whether it's right or wrong. And I know that there are a lot of issues. I, I, I respect the, the, the serenity argument. Um, I respect other people's views. My personal That's just my personal view, but I don't really have a big problem with it. And the truth of the matter is, I also believe in democracy. So now we've voted to go. We're going to have to go. That's the size of things, like you know. So it wasn't my choice, but I'll go with the will of the people. That's the way it is. Uh, how will it affect trade? I don't know. I genuinely don't know. Um, the one thing I will say, uh, firstly, I do think trade does tend to increase towards Christmas. It kind of stands to the reason that the people need to be shipping more around Christmas. It tends to be the case at Roundback, and then it kind of dies off a bit January, February, March, and picks up slowly throughout the rest of the year, or at least that's what I found. Um, as for the Brexit thing, the one thing, one thing I do know is everywhere I look, there are um, distribution hubs. There's one just on the, the speed restriction um, going up the M1 North, around about 14, 15. Amazon are building um, something that's the size of a small town. Uh, the truth is that doesn't mean they're going to use you, because if they've got any brains about it, they'll have their own vans as well. But the, I think distribution and delivery seems to be the way things are going. The high street's kind of dying. Everyone now wants everything shipped directly to their door, which means there hopefully will be jobs, more jobs for all of us. Hopefully. Wouldn't that be lovely? I have to wait and see, won't we, I suppose? That's the size of that one. Um, if I could write clearer, that might help. Lazakar Mizib... Um, hello, mate. Um, do you need a transport manager certificate to do a self-employed driving job? I don't even know what a transport manager certificate is. So that kind of answers the question, really. Um, yeah, I, I, no, you don't. You need you need a van. Uh, you need a driving license. You need insurance. You need either hire and reward insurance or light haulage insurance. Um, light haulage is cheaper, but hire and reward is probably more cover. So if the difference isn't too much, I'd go hire and reward. If it's a big difference, go light haulage. And you need goods in transit insurance. And you need um, public liability insurance. That's it, really. Uh, don't think you need a certificate for... I'll make you one if you like. I'll write a piece of paper and post you. 
There you go. Just send me your address. Um, Jonathan Lawrence. Now, this is, this is one for the guys out here because I don't know the answer to this. He's got a problem. He wants to do a car transporter. He says, the thing is, if I put a, if I put a trailer on the back of a car and then I put the car on the back of the trailer, that instantly takes him over the three-and-a-half tonne limit. If he goes over the three-and-a-half tonne limit, you'd theoretically need a taco. I've never seen a car with a tachograph, to be honest with you. Um, I don't know the answer to this, my friend. Um, I would say contact the ministry. Just get the number and try and speak to someone friendly there. And then once you get an answer out of them, say, can I have that in writing, please? That way, if at a later date someone pulls you over and goes, you can't do this, go, well, I've actually got an email from the ministry that says I can. So which one am I supposed to go with? But having said that, if anyone out there is watching these videos knows better than me when it comes down to transporting cars, what are the rules? Please let me know, and then I can pass it on to Jonathan Lawrence by a text, and um, everybody's, everyone's a winner. Thanks very much. And the final word today goes to Matthew Jackson, who, um, you know, on, on the strength of the, the video I did, I did about the um, blessing, the guy who was doing the, the film shoot, he said, I've had my fair share of um, jobs transporting human brains from Lincoln down to London. Now, I'm presuming this isn't like a donor thing, because I know you can transplant hearts and lungs and kidneys and things, not so much lungs, um, brains. Not unless you're Steve Martin. But if you would care to elucidate on that one, I'd be very grateful, and I'll stick it on the um, the webpage, which is petercoathatlive.co.uk. All the videos are on there. There's some stories on there if anyone wants to read them. There's some information about the book, which is still kicking around in the background. Um, yeah, and I'll do another one of these. That's it, guys. That's today's Sunday q and I hope you did well last week. I hope everything's fine with everybody. The sun is shining. It's still light. Take care, take money. Have a good Sunday. Bye, guys. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.